0: Welcome to Midnight Slumber. I am your host, Zach Miller. Join me as we take a journey through the alternate realities that take place after midnight. Our first story tells of the joys theme parks can bring to families. However, not everything is as it seems. Have you ever wondered what kind of surprises they hide? Here's the story, Infinite Loop. Plummeting down a steep water slide, flashes of orange pass by my face as the water drenches my eyes. I can hardly see, only getting glimpse of light as I pass by the windows in this tube. I am rocketed out and blinded by the bright sunlight as I continue rocketing around in a circle. The slide has met up with a giant orange and red bowl. Swirling around in it for a minute, I am beginning to get dizzy until it finally dumps me into a deep swimming pool. The dark blue light engulfs my eyes and a hand reaches in, pulling me out. It's my uncle, and he drags me onto the sidewalk and says we must hurry, that the new roller coaster has just opened. My family is already darting off ahead of us. Following, hoping to make it in line with them, see crowds of people heading that way too. As we rush over, I can see the new coaster and it's massive. The coaster is a mix of greens and shaped like an infinite loop. We get in line and as the first group of people board, I see that there are two tram cars, one on the right and one on the left. This coaster parallels itself one car going in one direction and one in another. Both are on separate tracks to avoid collision and so that the line will move much faster. The dark black and green cars take off launching from their positions. We feel the gust of wind pass by and it is so strong, it instantly drives me off. Some of my family is excited while others are becoming nervous. The cars whiz by, and people are screaming for joy, and a few others are screaming out of sheer terror. The ride snakes and twists in and out of the loops in a mesmerizing fashion. Before I completely fall into a trance, the cars come to a halt. People jump off talking about how amazing that was, and we begin piling in. Most of my family gets put in one car while my brother and I are put into another. The seats are tall and have straps that pull over our shoulders. We are tightly locked in but are still comfortable. There's a quick, convoluted countdown 10, 8, 3, 4, launch. Blasting off, my face gets pulled back into the chair like it's a giant marshmallow. We quickly go into a loop, which then corkscrews into and behind a green outer mesh exterior. I quickly realized that there is more to this than just a looping infinity symbol. The symbol on the outside hides a lot of the track and its actual path. Overall, we do do an infinity loop, but we also travel sideways, vertically, and all over. Before we come to an end, the track goes to meet in the middle, which slows down enough for people to see each other and wave. Then as we start to move faster, The train takes off, but my seat section gets thrown and rerouted to another ride. My brother and I are launched into a water ride where our section of the tram lands splashing down and gliding to a stop at the docking station. As we come to a stop, the ride operator looks at us with a smile and tells us, We hope you have enjoyed this ride and look forward to seeing you soon. Please exit to your left. Both of us look at each other with a stunned look, like the employee finds this normal. We walk off being the only two exiting as there is no one else on this ride. As we walk down the exit, we decide as crazy and weird as that was, we are going to try and get on another ride. Moving through the exit, we come up from the ground and are immediately at another ride. This one looks packed. I don't want to stand in line, but my brother wants to get on this one, so we stand in line. The railing and line system designed to navigate the crowd is made of orange wood and is covered in black rope netting, like a fun treehouse. The line is moving relatively quick as we are constantly walking. However, we do get to a point where we are in a low section of the line and the other sections slope up around us. I look up to see a walkway two floors above us and my uncle and family are standing there. We shout up to them and ask how they got there so fast. He says that they have been there a while and the other ride was next to this one. They say that they are about to get on and that we have a long way to go. I look around to see what he's talking about and notice that the line goes up a few stories above where they are and then continues back down to the walkway they are on. We see them step onto the water ride, and not wanting to be left out, my brother and I begin climbing up the rope to get where they are. No one seems to care. Some people even smile and laugh at what we are doing. Once we reach their level, they are already gone, but we are at the front of the line, and it's not a water slide like I thought, but a giant slide. It drops a good 20 stories with waves in it to help slow the descent. From this height, we can see the park all around us, and it is very strange. As it is a big park, but it's also very flat, only sloping slightly from the front of the park to the back. My vision is still somewhat blurry from the water ride, so I can't see too far out, but I can tell there is some kind of wall off in the distance, which looks jagged. Ignoring what I'm seeing for another time, we jump and go down the slide. We pick up speed as we plummet and gain a little bit of air as we go over each of the slopes. It doesn't hurt to land back on the slide as we are landing onto a soft piece of carpet falling with us. We reach the bottom and look back up to see the sun starting to slowly set. I don't see my family anywhere. They have gone, but I now see the wall that was off in the distance. This wall turns out to be tall blades of grass. I look down at my feet and see the dirt but it is bigger than normal. I look back towards the slide and realize that it is coming from my house. I am as small as a bug in my front yard. Where did everyone go and how did I get to this size? I look back at the slide wondering if I can climb back up to get into my house. However that's a dumb idea because as soon as I start to climb a kid comes racing down the slide and hits me making everything go black. Our second story is about the importance of family and the fun you can have, especially at parties. The camaraderie, the occasional teasing of siblings and just the laughter that families can bring is refreshing. Also, the safety that a father and mother provide for their child is never to be forgotten. Here is the story, Party at the Ranch. The sunlight warms my face and lights up all the wonderfully laid wooden decking in my backyard. A few of my friends, sitting under the dark purple umbrellas around the waiting pool, are chatting and enjoying the snacks. They have watermelon, strawberries, some chips, and multiple arrays of dips next to them. I look out at all the multiple pools and jacuzzis that lay throughout, seeing parents and kids enjoying both. A few kids run by me and toss a big beach ball at one another. One of the lifeguards nearby yells, no running! They do slow down, but only to a fast walk. This male lifeguard passes by me as he makes his rounds to each pool. He must be the head guard that I am employing to keep everyone safe. At the back of the yard is a big wooden overhang covering some pools. I figure I will go do some exploring as I am trying to find my family. I tiptoe around one of the pools where you can walk in and sit at the bar to have drinks. At this pool, there is a big red mushroom pouring water into the sloped entrance, and multicolored jellyfish seats at the bar, which are occupied by a few adults. Now, at the overhang, I see that there are pools of various sizes on different levels. There is a square pool, only as big as your standard bedroom and it's not very deep either, maybe four feet at the deepest. It has a nice golden flower design in the floor, and it sits next to and above a long rectangular pool that is deep. This other pool is about 12 feet deep and looks to be a good pool for doing laps in. It even has glass on one side of it to see into the square pool and the pool that is below both of those. The lower pool... As a cliff and a waterfall pouring into it. I jump into the long pool, swimming only a few feet to climb out into the round jacuzzi. Splashing down into it, it's nice and warm, with gold wrapped tiles all around. It overflows like a waterfall into the cliffside pool below. Slowly spilling over the edge, I push off the side, doing a flip into the deep water of the beach style pool. Flashing down, the bubbles disperse and a few fish swim by. Coming up, a female lifeguard sitting on top of the rock wall shakes her head in disappointment. I quickly, and awkwardly, make my way over to my friends who I saw when I first came out here. The sun has faded much faster than I expected. It's now night. As I walk back over across the wooden beams, I notice most people have gone inside. My friends are still chatting, enjoying the food, and they tell me to go in, that more people are coming, so rather than hang out with them like I was expecting, I go in to greet the newly arriving guests. Walking up to the heavy wooden door, I step into my one story ranch house and it is dark in the hallway, barely lit by the TV coming from the living room. I see that some of the adults, along with plenty of the kids, are watching a comedic movie. They are relaxing spread out on a wide couch, pillows on the floor, and a few kids sharing the giant beanbag. One of my wife's friends passes by me and I ask her if she knows where my daughter and wife are. She smiles telling me they are out in the side yard playing on the playground. I hear the doorbell ring and make my way through the small old country looking kitchen and open the door to greet some more friends. They smile brightly, hugging me with the extra food they brought. As the couples come in, the day has changed once again. Now apparently, it's daytime, or at least daytime on this side. Stepping out and closing the screen door behind me, I'm standing in the wood chipped side yard. It's nice and sunny with a slight cool breeze. There are two playgrounds. It's really one massive one, just split down the middle for people to walk. On the left side is a set of swings and monkey bars that climb high into the sky. On the right is a massive playhouse, roped walkway, and slides. I see kids playing tag with their friends and parents on the swings side by side. A few kids being chased by their parents run over to the playhouse side. The playhouse looks like a big princess castle with pinks, purples, and greens, not to mention the glitter in the paint. I see my daughter run across the rope bridge and dive down the tall, winding slide. Racing over, I meet her and catch her at the bottom just before she touches the ground. She laughs and smiles with a great big smile at me. She tells me we must hide from Mom, that we are playing hide-and-seek. We duck under the rope bridge and climb over the little rock walls underneath. Hiding behind the wooden planks next to the play window, she turns, looking at me with her deep green eyes and puts her finger to her mouth, telling me to shh. So I just nod and go quiet as she turns, bopping me in the nose with her perfectly made dark brown ponytail. I hold back a chuckle at the cuteness of her playful spirit. After a moment, everything goes quiet. The sounds of kids playing disappears. I hear loud footsteps and then a kid screams in terror off in the distance. Lifting my head up to peer out the window, I see a big brown bear with black spots slowly roaming by. I quickly duck back down and hold my daughter close to my chest, trying to protect her. The bear passes by an opening in the wooden wall and I put my back to it to block the bear's view of us hear a growl, and then what sounds like the bear racing to attack, but not racing towards us. The bear roars, and I can hear it hitting something hard off in the distance. A terrifying sound shrieks back. I open my eyes to look at what is going on, but see that we are no longer in a playhouse. We are in a cabin in the woods. I hope and pray that the other kids were safe and that my wife is okay. The cabin looks to be lived in, by us, as our stuff is here. My daughter's princess toys lay on the floor, my black jacket hangs from the doorway, pictures of our family and our wedding picture with my beautiful wife sit on top of the stone fireplace in the middle of the room. I look out the window near the front door, and see that there is no one around, only a beautiful old forest. My daughter flings the wooden front door with our family mosaic open and rushes out. I chase after her, telling her it's not safe, but as I step out, I truly see the beauty of this great green forest. Peace floods my body knowing we are safe here. The sunlight pours in from the treetops above, Illuminating my daughter in a golden light She is standing in the open grassy field Surrounded by thick redwoods Which have turned green and yellow Due to the sunlight and lush green grass As I approach her I see she is standing in front of a grave Crying Seeing this beautifully ornate gravestone Tells me I know this person I know this person well I kneel down to read the gravestone and it says, Here lies Mama Bear. She gave her life and love, protecting Papa Bear and their cub. I gaze at my daughter who is still weeping, now touching the gravestone. She is a beautiful reflection of her mother. I now weep, knowing that my wife gave her life to protect our family from the monsters that are out there. If you'd like to leave a comment, find out more about this show, or just say how much you hate spiders, check the links in the description. I'm your host Zach Miller. And thanks for listening. Have a good midnight slumber.